Hello, and welcome to Surveyor Says, the podcast from the National Society of Professional Surveyors. Our debut episode is actually in three parts. You will hear from Bob Akins, NSPS Director from Ohio, Amanda Allred, former NSPS Director from New Mexico, and Thomas Brooks, NSPS Director from Alabama, as each are candidates for Vice President in the upcoming NSPS election. All three sat down and chatted with Kurt Sumner, NSPS Executive Director, about their backgrounds and about their visions of leading NSPS into the next decade. So settle in and learn more about the candidates and how each one has a vision for the future of NSPS and the surveying profession. Welcome, everyone, to the first edition of Surveyor Says. It is the new NSPS broadcast program that we're doing uh, through web conferencing. And it's, it's not intended to be a replacement for our old radio show. It's uh, intended to actually be, I think, maybe a better mechanism for us to, to provide our message. Uh, we don't have commercials. I guess that's a good thing. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> To start off, we decided that we would do interviews with the three candidates for vice president this year uh, coming up uh, in a month or so. Uh, we'll be sending out the ballots or actually posting the, the, the link to the ballots because it's electronic balloting. Uh, we'll be doing that pretty soon. So our idea was that we wanted to get a conversation with each of the three candidates for vice president, which is the only contested office this year. Um, so it would be an introduction to the show, but it would also allow us to let you actually hear from the candidates in their own words, instead of just reading a resume. So to that end, uh, we have with us today, Amanda Allred, who is one of our three candidates for vice president. And uh, as we have talked off air already, this is the first foray for both of us in this whole podcast deal. So, we're excited about it, and I don't know if we're nervous or not, but we're we're really excited about being able to do it. And so, welcome, Amanda. I really appreciate you joining me today. Thank you, Kurt. Thanks for having me. I think this is the third or fourth time we've done an interview, but the first one on um, on a podcast. That's so. true. That's true. And one of the things I wanted to do with these podcasts was to provide a a, a platform for a way to have our our members who are going to be voting actually hear from the candidates in their own words, rather than just read a resume or whatever. Uh, we've done that in the past, and we still put a resume up when we do the, the ballots, but it just means so more, so much more, I think, when people can actually hear the candidates talking and hear about what their background is and what their aspirations are and, and uh, what brought them into the profession and where they think they are going and where they want NSPS to go. So with that, Amanda, I will open it up to you and let you begin to tell the audience a little bit about you. Oh, great. Well, today I'm coming to you from Walla Walla, Washington. It's pretty cold here this morning. We're about at 23 degrees. <laughs> so, but I can't complain because I spent a lot of time in Alaska as well. And so I always get on the Fairbanks page and it makes me feel a little bit better about the <laughs> weather in Washington. Um, I grew up in Southwestern New Mexico in a very small town. Um, farmers and ranchers and um, my only goal in life at that point was to get out of town. I was on the FFA, I was on every 
every basketball trip, every volleyball trip, because I knew everybody and um, everybody knew me. And my goal was to um, to see see the world and get out of get out of that rural life. And um, surveying has accomplished that and then some for me because of the friendships I've been able to make with organizations like NSPS. And it's been it's been a wonderful career. I just turned 40 this year, and so I'm a millennial. But not a millennial. I'm on the cusp there. I'm a Generation X more, <laughs> I guess. And um, but my dad was a former state police officer and a um, investigator for the state of New Mexico. And he, in his second phase of life, he became a realtor. And he had a lot of trouble getting land surveys done. And I wanted to go into engineering at New Mexico State, even though I got some basketball scholarships to some smaller schools. I was focused on engineering. And, and he told me, he said, Amanda, if you become a surveyor, you will, you will never be out of work. And, um, and that has been the true, my whole, my whole career, it's been 22 years now and I've never wanted for a job. And um, I don't think there's a lot of careers that can say that even through the downturn when I was working for some large scale engineering companies, we were their bread and butter. We, we paid the rent and, um, and it's such a fantastic career. I really, really enjoyed it thus far. So. That's, that's great to hear, and, and uh, there's a lot of similarities, I think, in all of our stories about how we, uh, not by accident necessarily, but, but certainly <laughs> there were things in our life that led us in that direction, and, uh, and that, that's a great story for you to uh, come from that. I thought I came from a small town, but <laughs> not, not, quite, not quite as small as yours. But I know that right. you've been active uh, wherever you've been. And when you were in New Mexico and now you're in Washington and, and state associations and you've, you've become over time much more active in, in NSPS. And so um, maybe you could chat a little bit about some of those experiences you've had um, in NSPS and around NSPS that that made you feel as though you'd like to to be in that leadership role. Yeah, I um, I had the the intuition at one point going to the New Mexico conferences that um, how I was going to get involved and, and do my part was to be to say yes. And so it was that cheesy Jim Carrey movie about the yes man. And people would come up and ask me, do you want to do this? And I'd be like, yes. And I, do, I wouldn't even know what they were talking about. And then I would have to ask the person next to me, what did I get myself <laughs> into? But, but honestly, um, if I hadn't been so eager and so willing to take part in that organization, it really, taught me a lot about committing committing to what you're doing and um, seeing things through. So New Mexico, the one of the gentlemen that was looking for a, a new president came up to me and he said, Amanda, have you thought about running for president? And I thought, I said, yes. I said, I would like to do that. And then um, he, he was like dumbfounded because nobody just says yes right off the bat. You know, they go, oh my gosh, I don't know. It's so much time. And the gentleman next to me, he walked away and I go, what did I agree to? <laughs> and he started laughing at me. But but honestly, um, now that I've ended up on the CST program um, as a board member, and I was on, I was elected to the executive committee as a as a director liaison. All of those have really led up to to this point of I think accumulating some ideas and seeing the seeing NSPS move forward. And and this podcast is a huge part of that, Kurt, because the institutional knowledge that you have to continue to relay that to us as younger surveyors is is so important and I love the combination of the new technology and 
the ideas from younger surveyors and where those things are headed within SPS is is an extremely exciting time for me to be involved with the organization. So yeah, I think one of the things that that the for the lack of a better term, I'll say the old guard leadership, which kind of includes me, obviously, um, <laughs> it has had concern about is um, how do we capture the imagination and the enthusiasm from our young surveyor group who will be our next group of leaders or we won't exist anymore. Um, yeah. And and so it's it's not troubling. It's perplexing maybe sometimes um, because the younger generation obviously grew up in a whole different time and they they communicate differently. Uh, they don't necessarily gather. Uh, they they gather kind of like you and I are gathering today rather than in, in exactly. the old ways. And so it's, it's important for NSPS to, I think, bring people into the leadership at whatever roles they are uh, that can help us as the the, the older folks <laughs> grasp that understanding of how we attract that group. Uh, I don't know if you have any yeah, thoughts about that. Oh, I definitely do. Uh, being a Gen Xer, um, maybe that is our role is to bridge that gap because we still have so many ties, you know, to to you all. But we also tend toward um, the millennials. And um, so we're kind of stuck in the middle there. And um, it's been I've, I've noticed that there isn't a lot of involvement with people my age for some reason. Um, the millennials are really coming in and really doing a great job with the Young Surveyors Organization. But somehow that gap happened where um, where my the 40 to 50 year old seemed to have let it let you all handle the reins and take over. And and maybe that for me, well, that's kind of my my goal with NSPS is to be that bridge, you know, that I, I respect what you all have done so much. But I can also see not that you all can't, but what the young surveyors can bring to the organization and. Um, some of the things that have happened while I've been there, we've got a um, communications committee going. Um, Tim Birch to start the, the LinkedIn, which I just got on this week, which is really fascinating. I, I really like LinkedIn a lot. We're growing the social social media through the social media committee. And all of those things are really going to contribute to what our new members want. I have gotten some feedback from some of them that they would rather turn this on watch a meeting live and not go to it, you know, but they would, they want to participate and be involved, but they don't necessarily want to get on a plane and fly there, but they would love to watch it and love to see what's going on. And um, helping our states grow that associate membership with sort of a, sort of a, an intern type person that is growing into a PLS um, is key to help our states grow and our society grow. And I think give the new members what they want, some kind of link to to your generation and to your insight, also while engaging with with younger people simultaneously. So I think the podcast is it's just another mechanism and it's going to be a fantastic tool to to sort of bridge that gap. Yeah, I agree. I'm excited about it, too, just be, for those reasons, uh, because I know that that people like me really want to communicate well with everybody, regardless of where they are. Um, yeah. And, and so just, I think it's important for NSPS to be willing to, to find that way, you know, rather, yes. than, rather than us say, uh, well, this is the way we do things. Um, as you said, 
when when people said that to us when we were young, we didn't necessarily listen either. So exactly. So <laughs> yeah. we, we just have to, we just have to uh, be willing to do that as an organization. I'm not talking about individuals necessarily, but at, at, as an organization. Um, yeah. So as you've come along and and been involved now. Uh, like you said, at your state level and through that, then obviously on into NSPS and become more involved in NSPS. Um, you've had an opportunity to look at the organization and say, OK, what are they doing? How are they doing it? And um, it's always important to have new ideas, obviously. So I'm curious about as you've sort of looked at who we are and what we're doing and uh, you know, we a big thing for us is our government affairs program. That's that's probably among the biggest. And then the whole idea of outreach uh, for the next generation, even younger than you guys. You know, the the generation <laughs> after you. Um, and and then so you're you're right now sort of in that middle role. You know, we're you're you're the group that's coming along that's going to replace the ones of us who are are inevitably going to go away just because that's the way life works. Um, right. But then you also have that same challenge that we've had looking back or looking at what's behind you, who's coming along behind you. So I'm just, yeah. I was just curious about your thoughts on uh, things you've done and observed and, and maybe what have helped create your objectives for, for leadership. Yeah, and um, and some of the great things I've seen that have happened, and like I would like to continue to build on, is when New Mexico had so many troubles with our our state program there, the surveying engineering program at New Mexico State, NSPS and our fellow states really got involved and helped us grow and transition through that, and through the coordination with NSPS and NCs and everything that has happened, I think a template to help. Um, other states with these problems would be fantastic. We were fortunate enough to have Chris Pappas and um, David Acosta and Terry Greiner all at the Florida meeting, and the interest and the insight that they could provide on what worked and what saved that New Mexico program and modified it and has made it into, it's, it morphed it, and it created a new, a new program where the um, online learning has just taken off where they're really involved with community colleges and um i think some sort of template um that could really help other states because what we went through is not by any means new everybody is facing these challenges but to see it succeed and have a template of that to how you could get through it like new mexico did would be i think really beneficial to other states so yeah that makes a lot of sense and i'm kind of excited with with chris's situation you know, he's he's coming to Virginia <laughs> again. Um, yes. Yeah. And uh, Steve Dowdy, whose business he's going to eventually be taking over, is has been a friend of mine for 30, more than 30 years. Um, so when I found out that that's what Chris was going to do, I was I was really excited uh, to see that he was going to do that. Cause, uh, yeah, he's such a great surveyor. And I think he'll do great things there in Virginia as well. Kind of going home for him yeah, as well. Yeah, too. it is. It, it it sure is. So I, I've i sort of grilled you or, or took you in particular ways in terms of uh, what you're going to do. And, and our purpose for doing this was to do a, a relatively short interview so that people could hear from our, our uh, candidates, but uh, not be too lengthy. They can listen really you know, fairly short term, but we do have some time left. And, and so I don't know I'd, anything else that you would like to convey and share with, 
with NSPS leadership in terms of your thoughts um, about the profession, whatever. I mean, there's a lot of outside influences going on right now that we, right. have, we have to be concerned about. So maybe you could chat a little bit about your thoughts on that. You know, and I think um, I think any time that we're at the forefront of an organization and our 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 goal at NSPS, what I believe is that we're we're the voice for the organization. We're to help members and we're to do um, and and to commit to learning. And um, one of the neat things that came out of the last meeting in Florida was the lady from Christy Davis, the executive director from North Carolina, had said maybe some sort of app like the University of North Carolina had where members can engage with one another and talk about discussion items and have um, have a working group similar to what's going on on Insta on Facebook with the field crew, but a more professional type situation where you can ask serious questions. And um, millennials seem to like to have that kind of interaction without telling their boss that they don't know how to do this and asking their boss questions. So if they could go somewhere and have a serious discussion about something and ask a question, I think I think that would be a wonderful interface um, for the membership to kind of to kind of grow an alternative um, alternative bonus, what we do for you is an SPS. So those kind of ideas are why I'm so enthusiastic about working with the executive committee right now. And um, the friendships that I've built over the seven years being involved with an SPS and, um, and being a director from the state of New Mexico and then moving to Alaska and Washington in between. I'm, I'm excited about my point in my career. I wrote a article for XYHT about a surveyor looks at 40 and and it really talks about being a mentor and being in the middle of your profession and how you can look back and look forward at the same time and one of the best things that I ever did was I was I took on an intern and he got his license underneath me and I still to this day I attest that he taught me more than I ever taught him because we were having a discussion about um, Again, I worked for a large engineering company at the time, and we were paying we were paying their very expensive rent in Colorado. And we lived in a little shell of an office at a remote mining site. And um, we were we were making a lot of money for that company. And um, the phones didn't work. We had email problems. We literally had um, squirrels running through the roof at this mine. And him and I sat like two feet. He sat behind me, and we sat two feet away from each other. And I was like, I was so upset because um, we were paying the rent and we were in this this hole. And I thought, I thought, Garrett, I'm going to write this long email and I'm going to just really ream them and I'm going to tell them all the problems. And he, and so I was all proud of it. And I showed it to him. He said, you know, Amanda, he said, anybody can complain, but the real leaders come up with solutions and maybe you ought to think about a solution. And I thought, oh, oh my God, here I was, you know, so smart and all my, and so I was like, hey, just crumpled it up and threw it away <laughs> and started again. Okay, they know this is a problem. They're not putting us in this hole. Um, how can we help get this resolved? And so then we came up with alternatives, you know, can we rent an office. And I think that is so important as, um, as leaders in our profession to focus on the solutions. Surveyors are solution people. When there are problems and the engineers can't get their design built or the construction company can't build it the way the engineers want, we're in the middle and we offer solutions. And that's what makes us effective. And right now, NSPS is offering solutions. And this podcast was a major solution for that. And um, growing pains are hard, you know, but there is such a 
camaraderie <laughs> um, at NSPS and really with the leadership that we, we are passionate about what we do. And I honestly believe that even if I do not win, this, um, this organization is at a great time to continue to grow, to continue to look at solutions and, um, and, and really work through this neat time of where technology is just overwhelming and changing so quickly. Yeah, I agree. And, and that's, that's a really great thought uh, in terms of this whole idea of being problem solvers instead of problem uh, identifiers. <laughs> you know, right. That, right. <laughs> that's what we have to do in our everyday lives, right? And so exactly. to, to bring that thought into how the organization itself needs to go is, I agree with you, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and being a part of the CST program is one of the my most proud moments right now. I can I can feel the the my time as a director was gone is kind of gone, and and letting that go is hard, you know, because you make such good friendships. And I spent five years as the director from New Mexico, but um, now as being part of the CST board and as a um, as a committee chair with the communications committee, seeing that transition to to help. Um, the new the communication styles grow um base camp has been so effective with that um the cst board just really took off with that on a new platform to help us share to share data share files and not be bogged down um with just looking for an email you know and and that transition i i kind of got thrown into that but i i think it went pretty well when everybody finally got base camp on their phones at the director's meeting we, we're, we're in a wonderful time, and I just want to continue to see that grow. I want to continue to see our social media grow, the, the LinkedIn stuff, and looking at helping the states grow their membership. So that's really important for all of us to really listen to the members and hear what they want from us and to interact with them on however is convenient for them as well, you know. Right. Yeah, I agree with you on the base camp thing. Um, it was just so amazing. What's it been? a month maybe since we did that meeting or when it yeah. was sort of introduced to everybody and, and, and explained, I should say, not introduced. We'd introduced it before, but explained. Uh, but just to see the volume of interaction that's been occurring since then is phenomenal. Uh, it is. And, it is. And I think, like you said, I think it'll be a great thing for the organization moving forward and getting stuff done. You know, and, and being a part of a generation that doesn't care when people complain and they groan and they moan about change. Um, that's fine, but um, to to help through that is really where I see my my role in that as well. Because as as we age as surveyors, um, I live at home with an aging surveyor, and um, and he's actually more technically advanced on a lot of things than I am. And um, John from John Finn from Michigan, he's a great example. I oh, think yeah. John is pushing eighty, and that guy knows more about Apple and you know all those sort of things than I do. But um, yeah, but John really. John, John's always been our professor gadget. You know, he's whatever, whatever comes along, he has it and he knows how to use it. So that's nothing new. Yeah. And and that's a great part about being a surveyor. But um, once once we just take that step, because there's going to be a lot of criticism, there's going to be some complaining. But the people that are willing, you know what, to take that Instagram page and put posts up, um, a lot of people didn't necessarily agree with some of the posts a lot of people um were it but it started a discussion 
-hmm. It started a discussion about women's roles in surveying. It started a discussion about young surveyors. And it started a discussion about where we're headed as a profession. And I never considered that a bad thing. No, not at all. Are we going to make some mistakes? Yes. But jumping in and starting a podcast and getting in LinkedIn and, you know, putting information out there is what our goal is. And I think I think the you all are doing a fantastic job of that. And I really look forward to the possibility of um, helping see some of this stuff through and seeing it go to fruition, you know. So. Well, thanks. I appreciate you being with me today. I know we had told ourselves we would limit this to a little a relatively short period of time but it's great it's great to have you with me today and I'm going to be eager to see how this all gets pulled together and Tim gets everything posted so uh, thanks again me too. be sure to say hi to Richard for me I sure will thank you Kurt thanks take care bye bye-bye You've been listening to Surveyor Says and the interview with Amanda Allred, candidate for vice president in the upcoming NSPS election. For additional information on each candidate, please visit nsps.us.com for more details. Electronic ballots will be sent for voting starting December 1st and will go through late December. We appreciate you listening to our debut episode and suggest listening to all three candidates to help with your vote in the upcoming election. Stay tuned for more great guests and fascinating topics on Surveyor Says, and look for future announcements on NSPS website and on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.